Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with January 13, 1911, Part 2, pages 60 through 61. January 13, 1911, Part 2. I thank you, Lord, for having given me such extraordinary feelings of love for the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. In the past, I found this prayer difficult, but now how sweet it is to fall at her feet and to immerse myself in prayer. Overwhelmed by these feelings of incomparable sweetness, my soul swoons and my body is filled with wondrous, incomprehensible, and inexpressible tremors. It is like the feeling I had when I pressed the Holy Cross to my heart. Thank you, Lord, for everything. Oh, my God, my God, how I love you and long to love you. Only let me work and suffer for you and for your Holy Church and for its visible head, the Holy Father. May prayer work for God and hardships with suffering for the church be woven into the very fabric of my life. May Christ himself be my model. We must be an all-encompassing, all-conquering force that enters in everywhere, pushes through every obstacle to gain its object, not merely remaining on the defensive. We must learn to adapt ourselves to all kinds of conditions, even the most demanding, and to go, first of all, where it is most difficult. That is where we must get to work, to settle down and to begin to gather people around us. Although we intend to work in our own country, among people of our own nationality, we must not limit ourselves to our own nation. Wherever the Church needs us, that is where we must go. I trust that we shall never be short of dedicated people willing to serve God and to work in foreign lands if the greater glory of God and the welfare of the Church demands it. We should even make a special resolution to go wherever the Church is. Persecuted, religious are expelled, and the life and freedom of the Church are restricted, even if we must give up our native land to do so. Among other priorities, the need to foster religious life in those places where it is persecuted, repressed, or even forbidden must be one of our concerns. Among other tasks, it would also be fitting for us to offer ourselves to the bishops to let us take on those parishes, if possible, where scandals have occurred and to work there for a time until all is restored. Before taking on such a parish, those assignment those assigned to it should make a fervent, long retreat. They should also undertake special penances to atone for the scandal. Then, following the example of the apostles and taking great care to be faithful to all the commandments and counsels of Jesus Christ in a spirit of self-denial, they may begin this spiritual task without looking for any reward. Ego ero merces tua mania nimis. I myself will be your great reward. We should be prepared to go wherever all seems lost and try to restore and reclaim all for God and for the Church. 
In the second half of the entry, Blessed George thanks the Lord for a great grace. He has received extraordinary feelings of love for the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. This is the heart of the charism of the Congregation of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. St. Stanislaus Papchinsky had felt called by God to found a community in 1670 in order to promote devotion to the mystery of the Immaculate Conception of Mary, 200 years before it was proclaimed a dogma of the Church. This mystery teaches us about God's desire to save everyone. Mary was saved and preserved from original sin in an extraordinary way, in anticipation of the future death of her son on the cross. We are saved by the ordinary means of the sacraments. Jesus is the Savior of us all. Blessed George writes that such a prayer had been difficult for him in the past. It is unclear if he means devotion to Mary or to the mystery of the Immaculate Conception. He now has received a great grace. He has an amazing feeling of consolation and love, even tremors, uh, from the Lord, similar to what he has felt when he was holding the Lord's cross close to his heart. At the heart of this is the paschal mystery of Christ, from which all graces flow. And Mary stood at the foot of the cross, supporting her son in his self-offering to God, offering herself to the Lord and interceding for all of us and distributing graces as Our Lady of Grace. Blessed George probably had not had a chance to learn much about the charism of the Marians from the last remaining Marian to wear the white habit before the reform, Father Vincent Senkus, nor probably to read much of St. Stanislaus Papchinsky's writings. But God gave him the grace uh, as renovator of the Marians to understand this mystery of the Immaculate Conception so that he could be able to bring the charism of the Marians forward to new generations in the renewed congregation. And Blessed George continues to express his love for God and his desire to give himself completely to him and to serve the church. He wants the congregation to be like special forces, troops, that would go where the church needs to be. He wants the Marians to go anywhere in the world, even to um, restore places where there had been terrible scandal, in keeping that with that uh, theme of restoring all things in Christ. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.